Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome everybody to the Potaskew Podcast. I am CJ and with me always is my hetero life mate. I think that's Rico. I don't recognize the face staring back at me. So that might be Rico. Rico? Yeah! I guess that, yeah, that's him. <laughs> uh, now if everyone's changed their shorts, yes, that is definitely me. I, I, shaved, I just want you all to know that it's definitely me, even though I shaved my face. Yeah, why did you shave your face? Um, I did it out of courtesy to Stephanie, uh, because she does not like my beard. Uh, she and I showed her a horror film, and I felt really bad because she was not enjoying the after effect. Because I told her, I was like, "It's pretty low key. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's actually really funny. It's well written. I think you can handle it." She's like, "Okay, great." It was Cabin in the Woods. Uh-huh. That voice you're hearing is the person we had yet to introduce on the episode. Um, <laughs> my lovely fiance Debbie. Hi, honey. Hi. You showed her. So you showed Stephanie Cabin in the Woods. It's a good movie. Well, I wouldn't know because I've never it's seen a, it. It's it is a great movie. It's just I think I'm just so used to horror films that I kind of was just I didn't consider her. Uh, her point of view about it so i was just like oh yeah it's a little gory but it's not that bad and then <laughs> steph and steph has said this many times on on previous episodes that she it's not that she's scared it's just that she's super empathetic and also is aware of how like shit works in the uh-huh. medical she's not a doctor by no stretch of means but she knows like like there's a part where uh, a blonde gets her head cut off oh. and steph was just like obsessed with like well, it was it a clean cut? Does that mean the brain is aware that's a disembodied head? Yes, he's or was it like on that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's. <laughs> but honestly, Rico, after after the Halloween episode, I don't trust your judgment in horror oh, films because lay off of Halloween because that was oh, terrible. Yeah, fuck you. Go back that and was... take a shower, you angry fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was so terrible. Uh... It's it was not. not. Really. You are alone in this. When it was made, too. Like, back when it was made, it was such a good movie. You have to appreciate it for when it was made. Ugh. CJ, I'll tell you this. Steph and I listened to the Halloween episode, and yeah. Steph was, like, getting really pissed at you. <laughs> really? I told her how I felt before we even recorded it. But you, she didn't hear all the detail and everything. She was pissed off that you didn't even like the, like, you didn't think the music was another character. I thought, <laughs> all right, so for those who have listened to the Halloween episode, at the beginning of the episode, there's like 10 or 
15 seconds of the Halloween music. I took that from the 18, the 2018 Halloween. And I gotta yeah. tell you, that sounded better than the one from 78. Like, that that one would have frightened me more than the one that they played in the 78 version. You know, for someone who likes old school shit and 70s and 80s and, and shit like that, you come off like a fucking millennial. Well, in some instances, maybe, but and there are plenty of things like I, I love. That one. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I totally do. <laughs> but I love like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and that's got to be circa the you same time alone. window. You are alone in this argument. Uh, and I acknowledge that I'm probably alone. I've said that on the recording. I was saying it tonight, and I've said it to other people that have heard the episode and asked me the same questions you have. Well, look, let me uh, let me give you a little bit of advice, even though you're older than me. When sure. one person you know says something it's an opinion when everyone tells you that you're wrong you might want to consider it being a fact or it's still an opinion that i'm just on the other side of but i can see where both of you are coming from that's the thing because honestly if that was a movie that was made today it would be pretty pathetic if it was made exactly the same way it was made then yes if they made that same movie with 2018 17 whatever technology it would it would be a di completely different movie. So it, if you're saying the way it was made then, now, yeah, I would agree with you. It would but I still, I like Halloween. It's still going to be one of well, all those classics that I appreciate. Well, but obviously, if you re if you released Dracula with Bela Lugosi from 1935 right. and released it shot for shot now, it's, this is a brand new movie. We, we brought Bela Lugosi back from the dead. We shot in black and white and everything. Obviously, it wouldn't fit. You have to go with Right, right I mean, but all right, not to get on a whole thing here, but I can, for an example, it's a really good example. It's not, it's not a horror, it's a comedy, but it's an older movie, and I think it is a classic, and that's Young Frankenstein with Gene Wilder and, um, is that Peter Boyle, I think, as Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah, or the monster, yeah. I mean, it, that's a classic movie that holds up, in my opinion. That was really amazing. But that was made in 1974. Right, exactly. That's my point. It, it, just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah, I mean, I, I can appreciate you're not a fan of the horror genre. I do, I, but I That just, wasn't even a horror movie. I laughed through most of it. You are out of your fucking mind. It is, it, without it, there wouldn't be a whole stretch of slashers. <laughs> but Dev would tell you. Dev would back me up. I laughed through most of it. She'll back that up. She's not yeah. going to necessarily yeah, agree with he, me. Yeah, he, he giggled at some of it, and then I heard a lot of, this is stupid. Yeah. This is so stupid. Why do you guys like this movie? So. That's what but I say every time I get on the fucking podcast. I was podcast. telling him that you have to appreciate it for what it is. It, it is a good movie. I mean, it is Halloween 1, and it's, it's, so, it's it is classic. It is. Anyway. I think um, that you're forgetting, like, exactly when it was me. I'm done recommending movies, too. No, you've recommended some good movies. That was just a bad one. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> let's let's move forward. It's not just an old movie. It's an independent. Film. That's the other thing. It's an independent film. But don't tell me I don't like independent films because I love Clerks. You know I do, and it's old and black and white. Well, not as old, but it's old. It's black you and white. Like it's independent because it's funny, and it's good. <laughs> he likes it because Kevin Smith made it. 
By the way, Kevin Smith's a huge fan of Halloween, so fuck you. And more power to him, and more power to you. I'm not saying that people who are fans of this I- are bad people or anything. I just thought it was stupid. Let's move I'm getting. Forward. I think I'm getting more pissed off at you than I was of the new movie. All right, well, let's just <laughs> stop. So... I, I understand the shaving your beard for st- for Steph and because you felt like you owed her or whatever. What's with the the hair growth and the mutton chops that are coming in? It looks like. Um, I didn't want to dull out a razor by shaving everything, so ah. I just had to go to a barber. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, or wait for fucking Christmas uh, for the skull uh, shaver you promised me. No, I didn't promise you I was getting you that. I just mentioned it. It's something that I should get you if I could, and I can't. So, oh, well. Plus, I wouldn't handle that anyway. You would need to get rid of that. It's Yeah, that's too long for a skull shaver anyway. Did you tell Rico about your new receiver? No, we're not even going to get into that insanity. So Insanity? I got shocked and wasn't aware of it. Well, that's not my fault. You can't feel when you're being electrocuted. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, God, this really hurts. What the hell's going on? And I was being electrocuted trying to put the speaker wires in. Yeah, but you don't know when you're getting electrocuted? I wasn't aware of it at the first couple seconds, no. It took me a minute to think about it, and I was like, oh, I'm being electrocuted. Do you just use shock therapy to go to bed? Is that that like a normal thing? That's what I said to him. I said, since I got my shock therapy for the day. Yeah. We might need to start Jesus. doing that. You might sleep better. <laughs> so anyway, funny. Um, well, so let's uh, let's do our usuals first. So, um, what's the hashtag fat fuck follow up for this week? Um, okay, well, I haven't been to the gym since like Tuesday, okay. and the reason why is because I fucked up my knee really, really badly. Oh wow! I I, I sort of like incorporated this new this my own workout regime which i didn't consult with like a personal trainer or anything like that i was just like this seems like a good idea and i went <laughs> yeah, on a that treadmill. always works yeah i would i mean i went on a treadmill and i raised the incline all the way up to like oh. 15. Mm. but which which was fine i was i was i had been doing that uh you know five or six times before that and my, what I do is every minute I lower the incline by one button press, so, you know, 0. 0.5 and then 0. 0.5 and then 0. 0.5. Right, and, right. And then every two minutes I raise the speed by, you know, 0. 0.5. So as it's getting lower, lower, more level, the speed is getting higher and higher. So I'm keeping my heart rate up. I'm sweating profusely. And it's a, it's a good, it's just basically fucking Stairmaster. Just, you know, you have to move. You know, they have... But- stair climbers that you could do if you really wanted that stair effect well you know i also have stairs here i should just not just not have gone to the fucking gym i should just walk up and down the fucking stairs well i don't know when i go on an incliner i do the stairmaster it fucks my knees up it really does well here's the whole thing well i have bad knees well i got bad knees but i didn't i didn't think it was going to be a bad thing (laughs) because nothing cracked nothing popped i didn't hear anything and That's I didn't. Good. It didn't hurt. So you just kind and of then strained I got, it. What did you strain it? I must have. I and then I was fine. And then I, and then I went to work later that day and was on my feet for four or five hours. And then I think that combination just fucked my knee. Probably. And I think it was was I, my knee was out of alignment, and mm-hmm. I was just putting all this weight and pushing on it and pushing on it and pushing on it, 
And then, but there's a happy story. I got sick and tired of limping for fucking three days and then going to work and aggravating it again because my job just required me to get on the floor and grab movies for people. Okay. And I got a whole fucking bunch of shit I got to tell you guys about my job too. Um, okay. So then I got tired of it. So I was like on, I, I have one of those weird obsessions with chiropractors. Like I actually do think a lot of them work and I've, I agree. Watched, I've, I've, I've watched chiropractor, chiropractor videos late at night. Like it's, it's sort of relaxing to see someone else get their body cracked and I'm I, I guess I'm what you would call a crack addict. What is what is with the people in my life watching weird fucking medical videos? Like for real. <laughs> Don't even you, say mine. No, I'm no I'm I've talked about yours anyways. <laughs> you I'm, have? I'm pretty sure I have, yeah. Um because you're watching chiropractor videos. She's watching Dr. Pimple Popper. Thanks. I mean like uh, Yeah, I, I watch those too. I haven't I mean I'm glad I'm switching from pimple popping to chiropractor. It's a little bit you know, it's less gross. Little, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little cleaner. Um, a lot of people like it, though. That's the thing. A lot of people watch his videos. CJ, we're fucking weird. We like Halloween and chiropractors and pimples. I'm sorry. I know. I like, look, I like going to a chiropractor. I wish I was still going to a chiropractor, but it's expensive for me. So, well, this is what I did. I looked up a, how to do it yourself. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, my God. It fucking works. My knee is 80% better. Yeah, but you're it's lucky so you didn't fuck it up some- more. Yeah. Well, I did, exa- I, I did exactly what the fucking guys said. It, was, it wasn't like, I mean, it was just basically a uh, Joe Blow of how to fucking do it. He was just like, all right, this is what you do. You stand on the fucking, you know, on a chair, extend your foot, and then turn. Uh, you sort of crisscross with your hips. And I did it with my good knee just to see if I'm, if I'm fucked, and I'm fucked. Then I go to an actual, actual chiropractor. And I fucking felt the thing crack in a good way. I'm like, holy fuck. It actually felt like it dropped into place. So I said, all right, let's do the other one. And I didn't hear like it did with the other one because the other one was more damaged. But I fucking felt it. And I immediately got a whole wave of tension relief. Like, I was like, holy shit. That's all it took. So you need to do me a favor. The next time you're doing some shit like that, before you do it, set up the tablet and record that shit. I want video of you on a chair trying to pop your limbs. Because when you're found, like, dead from snapping yourself in half, we at least have proof that you did it to yourself. I literally had an aunt that a chiropractor fractured her back. Yeah, you told me that mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Anyway... Um, well, good luck. All kidding aside, I'm glad you're feeling better, and I, I guess that means you're going back to the gym starting next week, now that you're more in line. Probably, probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. But I'm, I'm still going to take it easy. I'm not going to yeah. do yeah, what I Don't do. rush yeah. yourself until Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, don't, don't overdo it. Um, all right, so really quick, because unfortunately, unfortunately, she's not there. What did she think very quickly? I'd like, I'd like to, obviously you were there. What was her feedback on that? Um, she was definitely kind of like, I mean, she thinks, I think, I think I could speak for her. She likes the first one more, but she hasn't, apart from that one in H2O, she hasn't seen that other many Halloween films. Sure. Um, well, still, she's solid. So she had she saw some it. opinion. She, she agreed with me on some of the same criticisms I had. Um, I, I offered some like alternatives, like, man, if they had done this, it would have been way better. And she said, yeah, I agree. And then she was still like, we had to walk around, like go do something a little bit lighthearted after because she, you know, 
even though it was there was gore, it, it is a suspenseful film, which is her sure. whole big thing. So she and she's not, you know, a lover of horror films, and the you know, so she was still kind of like, I need let's walk around for a little bit, and you know, let's 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 get the fuck out of there, and, and we immediately went into a uh, one of those spirit Halloween stores. Oh yeah, yeah. So after we walk, after we walked out of the movie, we just walked right into one of those, and there was like an animatronic Michael Myers stabbing with a knife. That's great timing, That's Rico. Awesome. Good, good going. No, Steph's. I was like, hey, I want to go in there and see if they have a, a costume I can get, which I ultimately didn't do. And she's like, oh my god, dude, look, Michael Myers, and we actually took a photo of it with him in the background. So she's got a photo of it. Anyway, well, let's. We we have Deb here for a specific. Are, are you done, Rico? I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't mean. Yeah, to. I'm done. Okay. Um, we have Deb here because we watched something that she introduced me to, which is a rarity, um, but it's exciting when it happens, and especially when it's intriguing. And Was it, was it Halloween 2? No, it was not Halloween 2. <laughs> you know what? Her and I even talked about it. I almost put it on the other day just to see if mm-hmm. it improved. I, I really did make think about making an effort to watch the second one meaning like the old 80 something one. one yeah um to see if it got better and we didn't not because of any reason except life but you know as you know rico that happened so it wasn't a thing but um we watch a show on a channel called the paramount network i don't know if you guys have that out there it used to be spike for those who are listening they're familiar with spike tv and they have a show on there called Ink Masters, which is a tattoo reality contest type show that we both enjoy because we love tattoos. And it's it's actually really interesting, not for the reality TV aspect, but for the art that they do and the different styles and stuff. And that's why we watch it primarily. However, with that, you get commercials for other programming on those channels. And on this channel, they announced they were running a seven episode 14 part no it was nine parts was it nine parts it was nine parts sorry nine part series based on the movie heathers from 1988 at least 88 according to uh the fuck they made a show of heathers yes they they did did. they did um but they modernized it um they brought it into the 20 no 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 rico it's I'm going to let Deb get in this. I'm going to back off in a second, but it was really well done. I, I only saw the last four episodes, six parts or something, because the parts don't line up with the amount of episodes, because they only had like five or six episodes, but it was a nine-part thing, because each episode was like an hour and 20 minutes and something, mm-hmm. and they would treat each episode as like a two-part thing, so I don't remember exactly how the math lined up. It was like five episodes, nine parts, something like that. Um, and they ran them in consecutive nights over a five-night window, and then just, it's over, it's done. Um, well, at least this season, it, they did leave it so that there could be a second they one. They left it hanging. They did. So, they left it, it, right. it will come back. Well, whether or not it will come back is <laughs> another story, but they left it so they could bring it back. Um, so, anyway, that, that said, I... I will let Deb get into the episodes a little bit, um, and then we can talk about it. Because as a result, Deb and I did watch the original movie last night. So, because I, I had never seen it, so at least I can somewhat talk about it. And I did like that one, so I do like old movies. Thank you. So. <laughs> I don't think you like something that's 
just don't like stuff from the 70s, like from the 80s. That's it. You got me. All right. Go ahead, honey. Talk okay. about the show. Um, let's let's start. Uh, okay. Well, they kept the they kept a lot of originality to the show, like the snappy snack shack, um, slushies, and the one thing that annoys me through everything is the pate thing. Yeah, there was a lot of pate talk. A lot. Um, with um, well, hold on. I'm gonna fill in some gaps, honey, because I'm I'm getting reaction from Rico that I know you can't see, so I I will jump in from time to time. Um, with Veronica's parents apparently, because that's a thing with their his, and it was like that in the movie too, if I recall. So yeah, but it wasn't overdone, as far as I know. Oh I mean, no, in the show it's overdone. Fair, yeah, but I feel like. To be, go ahead, Rico. To be fair, it's been like. A couple fucking years since I've seen the movie, so right. And I mean, if right, I remember, I only rem- I mean, I, I only remember like the key scenes of of of, of the movie. So, okay, well, I mean, and they I mean, you guys are doing better than I am tonight, right? And they over they overdated a little, but not to a point of um, annoyance. Not to me, anyway. It felt it felt equal to me. Deb, what do you think? You're a bigger fan than I am. Um, the show, the show actually tended to bring up the pate thing more than the movie did. The movie brought it up twice, but in the show, it went over and over again with the pate thing. But, and to be fair, honey, you're dealing with like, what, an hour and 40 minutes versus an hour and 40 minutes once to an hour and 40 minutes five times. Right. Like, so eight, you know, eight hours or so, you know. Right. But go ahead, honey. Okay, let's see. The show starts off now. If you remember, Shannon Doherty was in the. She was Heather Duke in the movie. Right. Now the show starts off with seeing her set the, her home on fire, and then she's waving. Wait, from, wait, wait, wait! You need to clarify for Rico because she's not Heather Duke in the show. No, I was she's, about to get to that. Okay, well, you probably should have led with that. All right, <laughs> you start off seeing her. You don't know exactly who she is yet. And then she's setting a house on fire, and then you see her look down, the car pulls in, and there's a little boy in the passenger seat, and I'm guessing who's her husband in the driver's seat. And then she waves down to her son, and she ends up blowing her head off, putting a gun to her head and blowing her head off. Well, she is showing herself as being J.D.'s mom, is what happened. Now, you remember in the movie, J.D.'s mom did die as well, but not like that. Right. Yeah, so that was kind of neat to put the character from the movie into the actual TV show. That's what I thought. What do you want to know, honey? Nothing. You're talking. Okay. Let's see what else happened. Um, They still had the same characters. They did have Heather Duke, Heather M, Heather Chandler, Veronica, Ram, and all them. They had all of them. But the coolest thing that I thought about the show, which was really neat, is how they brought it into the 21st century was Heather Chandler was actually an overweight girl. She's actually an overweight yeah, she, girl. She's a BBW, as you know, as they say, the big, beautiful woman, and she's very proud of it. And and, and we came to find out after watching the series that that's how she is in real life, too. She's very much like her character now. A little less snotty, I think, but definitely as proud of her body mm-hmm. as the character was. Yes. Okay. Okay, they turned Heather Duke into um, a... I guess a homosexual. Yeah, man. it's a, it's it's a transvestite male. I don't know if she's going to go through transition. I don't think that's what they're going for. But it was definitely a guy who is uh, transvestite. 
transgendered. Well, no, because it's it's still full male, all male, but dresses like a woman, acts like a woman, but full male parts, yeah. not making the attempt to transition that at least they don't think they don't allude to that or talk about that part that I could see. Oh, he was but my he, favorite but character. Called, but he calls himself Heather. Yes, he's he goes yes. by Heather Duke. Yes, I believe his so name that means, is. That means, that means he's transgendered. Okay, if that's okay, if, if that's not, how it goes, that's how it goes. Yeah. I don't think I was yeah. correct in what I was saying, but he's my favorite character out of it, the whole thing. And and to be fair, Rico, again, this actor who played Heather Duke in that role is also in that same part of his life for real. Like it's a he's a his name is Brandon Scannell, and or I think that's how you say his last name. Um, and he. They're all young guys. They're young people. Um, he's like 20, 22, full on ginger. Um, but he, yeah, is he? We saw him in real life, he's and he very similar to his character. In real exactly, life. much like the Heather Chandler character, Melanie Field. She same idea. She's very much like her character in real life. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, let's... hold on, Rico. Are you all right? You look bored. <laughs> I'm just looking at the uh, the characters as well. So I'm oh, okay. Behind. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, differences throughout the movie. There was a lot of big differences. Um, like in the TV show, Heather M. actually ends up killing herself. When the movie, Heather M. tries to kill herself, but she doesn't actually die because Veronica saves her. Mm-hmm. She's like the first one that actually starts everything. She starts the whole suicide thing through the school. Oh, no, she isn't the first one. Actually, Ch- uh, Heather Chandler is. You remember how they killed Heather Chandler in the movie, right? Was it poison? Yes, they gave her a hall clean. Yeah. Yeah, in a cup, and it ended up, she ended up getting poisoned and dropped dead through her, her glass coffee tables. And now right. Heather Chandler in the show does the same thing, but she doesn't get poisoned by hall clean. It actually, they end up going to a Remington party, and... With Veronica, because, you know, in the movie, they also go to a Remington party. But the Remington party in today's Heathers in the show is actually an art show. And they they actually keep Hall Clean in there. It's a big piece of art that says Hall Clean. (laughs) You got to watch it. It's interesting. (laughs) It's really interesting. I I can't really explain it until you watch it. Well, let me let me jump in here a little bit. So what? couple other interesting things Rico is so yeah they they don't kill off the same people that they kill off in the movie but there is the same amount of death um one of the things that she was telling me like there's the um I gotta jump to the movie cast I have it right here there was the the uh, oh there's there's Martha Dumptruck Dunstock the the big girl that they make fun of a couple times throughout the movie that character does not transition to the TV show but they replace her with another character that they call Trailer, Trailer Parker they call her Trailer Parker now that's not her real name it, but it it's like the same thing her last she, Parker yeah I got it right at one point she ends up in a um she ends up paralyzed in a rascal scooter like like Dump Truck does from the movie. Um, I don't think dump trucks paralyzed. I think she's just injured from jumping in front of the bus. But, um, and they do they do some of the same things. They do a lot of homage. Like there's that scene at the end of the movie. Spoilers, people. Where dump truck goes around Veronica in this in the scooter. She does that, like circle around her in a hallway. 
Well, at one point, one, Heather Chandler. Chandler, thank you, takes uh, this trailer Parker character out to dinner, and when they're walking down the hall, they do the same scene. So there's homages to that. Um, there was no, there was a scene with JD. Oh, when when uh, Veronica hangs herself in the movie, and JD's talking to her, they almost do that scene shot for shot in the TV yes. show. So. But Veronica in the TV oh. show almost looks like a Heather from the movie. She's blonde. She's really, you know, overly luxuriously pretty, that kind of thing. You know, whereas... Winona Ryder was more of a plain Jane. Right. Yes. Exactly. Right. She almost looks like the Heather that survived, the cheerleader Heather. I thought that the Veronica in the show would look very similar to that Heather. The I can't Heather remember. M. Is that what? Okay, it's Heather yeah. M. I'm getting all the Heathers confused, <laughs> but there's a lot um, of fucking Heathers. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of similarities, um, and I I think it was well done. They brought it into the 20th century, 21st century. There's cell phone use. There's things like that. So it's not a it's not like they're setting this in the 80s. They're setting it in 2018. But they it's, do keep very important parts from yes, the movie. They I would do. Agree. They do a lovely homage to the movie. Even though they brought it into the 21st century, it, it's still Heather's. Yeah. What about JD? Who, how is he? I mean, I was I, never a, a massive fan of Christian Slater, but I loved his performance. Because I, well, I actually read that he based it on Jack Nicholson. I could see that. I could totally I could see, see that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, he, he re- I mean, he already sounds and looked like a young Nicholson, he does. but he like purposely wrote to Jack Nicholson and this is like the beginning of Christian Slater's career. It wasn't like he right. was known, but he wrote to Nicholson and like said, like, I really you're like you're you're my idol, and I really just want to let you know that I'm basing this character on you and I just want your approval. And Nicholson apparently just never fucking responded. That sounds about right too. I could see Nicholson doing yeah. that. Um and I I thought that and honey, you back me up and tell Go me ahead. what you think. But I think that the character, the guy who played him in the show, uh, James Scully, really did a nice homage to Christian Slater's character. Like he, he, he the hair's a little bit different, but and he doesn't wear the trench coat constantly. He doesn't drive the motorcycle. Right, he's got a car. Porsche. He's got. A, he actually had a Porsche nine forty four. Is what he was driving, and then he ends up with a Mustang by the end of it because he ends up with because. Spoilers, Enrico. Do you want us to spoil the show, or do you plan to see this at some point? Or I, unless like Netflix or my job gets it, I don't really know how I'm going to watch it. So we could probably I'll, find a way to get it on that DVR thing we did for you before. But anyway, that said, he um his Porsche Veronica blows up his Porsche, so and then puts him in a mental ward and puts him in a, and yeah kidnaps him and puts him in the middle. Veronica's in this is. Psychotic. She's, she's psycho. She's, she's crazy. Where Christian so Slater a was the psycho in the movie. What's that, Rico? So she. So Veronica's the JD essentially. No, they're the they're movie. both. They're like a Bonnie and Clyde, like a that's, huge Bonnie and Clyde. In that's the a show. really good way to put it, honey. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Like she actually is a. She did a whole murder on her own when she was like nine. Doesn't years old. fucking Veronica blow herself up in the movie? No, yeah. Christian Slater does. JD. I thought she blows the. Has she at the end? She blows up the school. No, he no. does the bomb on her. No, <laughs> oh no, no. God, it's been fucking years. I didn't rewatch others. 
He he blows himself up. She's in the room when he does it. It's not somehow... a room. They're outside. She's no. standing on the staircase. Okay. That's well, right. I remember that. Yeah. And she pulls out. A, he says, what are you going to do? And she pulls out a cigarette. And then he blows himself up. And the cigarette's like lights. From, from yeah. the blast. Yeah. yeah, Where, yeah. Whereas really, you should be covered in fucking Slater chunk. Yeah. She should be dead as close as she was to the bomb. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, if it lit her cigarette, she really should just be fucking dead. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it is. Um, There's so much about the show that is... It, it's just a huge train wreck, but it's amazing train wreck. You just can't look away. It, it's awesome. All right, so, well, I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it a shot. I gotta say, Rico, like... Because you and I both watch and listen to Hollywood Babylon all the time, and you know they've got that segment that's called No Thanks, We've Already Got One. It's in reference to, like, remakes and redos and sequels and stuff. And no I gotta be thanks, honest with you. we already got one. <laughs> Don't need another one. It's already been done. It's already been um, done. Yeah. So, all kidding aside, I, I would have been thinking this would have fell into that, and I would love to hear what what Garmin thinks because I don't think he knows this exists but it's it's pretty well done it's it it really is and it look I'll tell you this we were like I said we were watching the tattoo show we saw a commercial for it Deb said to me oh hey I really would like to watch that so I said all right so I'll set the record I'll set the thing to record so you can watch it and I set the DVR and I recorded all the episodes and she was watching them while I was at work and she got through all but four by the time I got home. Um, on... You got through like five parts of it. You did. I had already been through four. Yeah. Or something like that. Something along those lines. But we came home and we didn't have any of our usual shows to watch. And so she threw on Heather's while we were going to figure out what we were doing. And we ended up watching the rest of it. And it's... Look, it's a fucking train wreck. But it's a train wreck you can't stop watching. It's one of those types of things. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's... I'm not going to say you tell you it's great cinema and it's the best TV show that's ever been on television, but hey, it's it's not half bad, man. <laughs> you know it's what I've been really hearing is like supposed to be really fucking amazing right now is the the reboot of uh, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I've heard that too. I haven't seen it, but I've we heard that too. We haven't watched it, but we did, we did see the advertisement for it. Yeah. I mean, it is on Netflix now. It came out last week, so it's there. All I've heard is nothing like this is like this is amazing. I'm like, well, I mean, to be fair, I was never a fan of the original show, although I did like the fucking wise uh, cracking cat. Salem. Oh, but yeah, that, the cat was the best part of the show. Yeah, I heard. I heard the cat is not like he, there's a cat in the new one, but he's not talking and shit. Uh -huh. Which I'm like, well, fuck, I you know, fuck you, don't take my money. <laughs> well, yeah, here's the thing, though. It's like I'm sure. You, have you been watching Riverdale? No, but I heard it's they're connected. Well, they're definitely connected, but it's a lot darker than I. I tried. Well, I started Riverdale, and I'm like, I am so fucking bored. Did, just, were you okay? Just they took everything I loved the Archie comics. I was a big, massive fan of Archie, and then I'm just like, I don't need this fucking updated like hipster bullshit. Right, Gutman is not supposed to be amazing looking. I'm sorry. No, I hear you. So, listen, are we... Is there anything about Heather you... Heather, anything else about Heather's you wanted to see? Because Deb's got to go and do some stuff before our night's out. 
No, no, no. Um, that's, that's, that, that is good. All right, honey. Well, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. All right. Goodbye. Shit. I completely forgot about something. Um, so adding to the misery of this week, my car got uh hit and run. What? Yeah. Are, were you in uh, it? I, I, I was, no, I was not in it. It was parked. And I didn't even see the fucking thing. So a couple days ago, I go to um, I go to uh, get a pack of cigarettes. It was around like 2.30 or something like that. And um, I get in my car, and the fucking thing drags really hard to the left. I'm like, what the fucking fuck? So I have to like really drag it, like pull the steering wheel to the right. So I'm kind of like swerving. I'm like, what the fuck? So I immediately pull over, right? pull into my driveway, and look at my uh, wheel. And the outer casing on the tire is like cracked and peeling off. And so what I had deduced was someone the night before, because I hadn't driven my car once I got home the night before, someone either drove into my car head on and hit the, hit the wheel. So like they clipped it on the side. Or they backed into it and they just took off. But whatever they did, my left front tire is moved forward like an inch. Hmm. So the alignment's all fucked up. Is he, uh, the, is the axle okay? Because that's not the axle could be damaged. I think I think something's bent. I think I think the rim for sure is bent, and I think the wheel itself might be bent. Like the tire's not caved in or bent at an awkward angle, but like. It's moved forward an inch. There should not be a, that much of a gap. You could, I shouldn't be able to stick my foot in between the wheel, the tire, and and the uh, the uh, car itself. But I can wiggle well, it around. I can stick my. Not for the car you have. I'm not. I'm not saying that as a shot at your car. But there are some cars you can no. actually do that. But your car, you shouldn't be able to. No. No, because I went on the other side and checked it. And my, I have a. My dad has a friend who came by the other night. He's a mechanic and he knows his shit. And I just. I just said, hey, can you just take a look at this? And he said, oh, yeah, this thing's fucked. I'm like, well, thanks for your diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. Right? Thanks. Mm. He's like, yeah, I could do it. You know, it's a $2,000 job. But I can do it about 500 bucks. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So what and are you driving? Like, oh, the one at the back of? I'm driving, I'm, I'm driving Steph's Prius. Well, okay. Without getting too much into her business, and you tell me if you need me to cut this, so what the hell did they drive to Washington? Her, her, her mom came to Oakland, right. picked her up, and they're driving her mom's car to Portland oh. or Oregon okay. or Washington. Or right, right, right. Car. Yeah. Okay. And then Steph's going to fly back right. uh, Tuesday. Right, but once that... Oh, is there a day? Because last I heard, that was up in the air, but I haven't spoken to her in a few days, so... I actually made a joke. I'm like, Steph, you're coming back, right? Like, <laughs> you're not just going to fucking dump your dog on me and all your shit, like... This I gotta like, be honest with you, Rico. I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, like, I was just like, you're, like you're you're not leaving me, right? You didn't just do this whole fucking move because storage is cheaper out here or some shit, right? She's like, no, no, I'm definitely coming back. And you know, I, I what do you think I'm gonna do? Just leave my dog? I'm like, I don't know. You may not like this dog. <laughs> that's funny. So we had a whole big laugh about it, but I, I, I mean. I can hit. I can deal with someone fucked with you know hitting my car. They probably didn't know. They probably backed into it, or they, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll, yeah, it's annoying. But what really fucking pisses me off is the following thing. So I, 
I pulled it in the driveway, and my and my dad my dad and I just wanted to get the outer plastic piece off because we thought that is what's causing the it's rubbing against something. But right. The, the okay. way to take it off is we had to take off the lug nuts. Sure. In order to take off this protective casing, I don't have a jack in my car. I had the other components for a jack, like the the uh, the crank, I guess, okay. but not the actual jack. Hmm. So. My, I, I guess it just never was put in the car, or something, which is weird because there's the other uh, uh, the other accessories that go with the jack. I don't Did know, you I buy don't that used and, or new? Oh, this is this is used. It was a 2002 Honda Civic. Okay, yeah. So then whoever sold it probably just took it out and forgot to. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think it was out of maliciousness. No, um, probably not. So my dad and I were thinking, okay, well, we could probably loosen the lugs, take off. Not take off the wheel. Make sure the wheel's still on it, and then just take off the side of casing. And we kind of and my dad has a has a jack, but it goes to a Mercedes. So we tried using that. That doesn't really work. And I'm calling my mother asking, "What jacks should work no matter what? They're not usually assigned to the car." No, if it's an old uh, '70s Mercedes, it is. It has a very oh, well, specific jack. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I misunderstood what you were going with here. Go ahead. No. My, my dad prominently uses, uh, you know, seventies and eighties Mercedes diesel, so it's a whole other fucking thing. It's better for the um, environment. So I call my anyway, mom. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they run on biodiesel. Um, I know. Yeah. I drive, I drive, drive by. It smells like French fries. <laughs> we use vegetable oil, so. Um, but I call my mom to ask her if she had a fucking jack, and she's like, "Just call AAA. That's why I pay for them." I'm like, "All right, fuck." Call AAA because now we realize we can't get the fucking wheel back on because we're on a fucking jack, and we don't want. The thing to fall because then it would actually damage the wheel right. uh, itself. I call AAA, and the whole remember the whole point of this was for me just to go get a pack of cigarettes and maybe something to eat. So I haven't done that yet. And Dad's like, "Hey, you have any cigarettes?" I'm like, "Where the fuck do you think I was trying to go?" <laughs> and right? I blocked him in the driveway, so I can't take one of his cars. So I have to use. I can't drive the Prius. I can't drive his car uh, because I blocked us all in because I just didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. Right. He, luckily, he had a spare other Mercedes that was on the street that used to be mine, and we're not trying to sell that. So, if anybody's interested in the Bay Area for a fucking eighty-five Mercedes diesel, you should uh, hit us up. <laughs> Shit, I consider that um, if I was in the area, but anyway. Um, so I called AAA. They said they're going to be there in seventy minutes. I said, "All right, fuck. I, now I have time to go run these errands." Dad wanted me to go get a, uh, some pizza. So I said, "All right, I'll go. I'll go to this place. I'll get it, and I'll get my cigarettes. I'll get." Let me oh. guess. It showed up in like 20 minutes. Five. Five. Uh. <laughs> and there's no number for me to talk to the driver directly. It's just one right. of those little text alerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Company. So I'm calling dad and saying, go outside, wait for the driver, stall them. You know, I can't turn around now. The pizza is still being made. I got to fucking just, just stall them. It took me 15, 20 minutes. I come back and I don't know her name, so I actually can't fucking like call her out, but whoever they sent out was just fucking incompetent at this job, you know? And I don't want her to get fired or anything like that, but just, God, God, she just made some really stupid decisions. Um, and she she talks really softly, just like, okay, well, let me get What? I just said, I, I can't understand you. Just try, try again, please. And um, I, when I was rummaging around trying to find a jack, I found the, the donut. In the, in the trunk with a spare sure. tire donut, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, which is basically just an oversized, like one of those. It looks like a tricycle big wheel. Is oh really yeah, what no. it is. donuts are 
meant to be temporary solutions. Yeah. I don't understand how it'd even be a solution because it just, anyways, I pulled that out and said aside thinking, what the fuck is this stupid thing? And then the, the, uh, the triple a, uh, mechanic or whatever puts that fucking thing on. Well, that's what they're trained to do. Yeah. The, yeah. The, but she didn't, ask, she didn't ask me. She didn't say, is this what you, is this what you want? I just said, I just want the original tire is fine because it's still more or less brand new. We just wanted the cover off. We just want you to fucking put... The, all I really need was her to fucking jack the thing up. That's all I really need. Right. She, she puts the wrong thing on and then leaves. She says, all right, I'm done. And I had already signed. They make you sign it before you fucking... Before they do anything. I was like, no, mm. you can sign it after... I don't know why, but... So she takes off. I realize what the fuck she did. I call AAA again. And I, and I try to explain to them, like, I need you to send another driver out here to un fuck up what the person the first person unfuck up what the person I like I did you say that I hope you said that please tell me you said that I did say that and I also specified I said now I really hope you're not going to deduct this from my credits or whatever because you're only allowed four for a year basically so they sent out another guy after I complained enough but I first had to call them up and I complained and I said you know I, I really need someone to come and unfuck up what this first person did. Uh, and then, and they said, oh, okay, well, no problem. We'll send someone out. And I said, I really hope this doesn't go up against my, yeah, my you were mentioning of, that you're only, you're only allowed four a year or some shit. And I don't know if I get four in a year or four in a calendar year or, or if it late, if it rolls over or whatever. So, I just say I was saying like I really hope this this doesn't deduct it because it's stupid to have to use two of them for one fucking tire in one fucking day. And Especially because your person like, fucked up. What? Especially because your person fucked up. Exactly. I said like just because they fucked and, and and the person I spoke to said actually this is going to count as a as a separate thing because the first person provides service and I said listen. If I order a sandwich at a restaurant, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and the waitress brings me the wrong order, I don't have to buy another fucking sandwich. That's true. That's true. I mean, I paid for the. I, I'm using the initial product, even if I'm using a fucking coupon to get the sandwich. You still bring me the fucking thing I fucking ordered. So they sent back. They sent out another guy, and I sort of bitched at him. I said, "This is not your fault. Thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it." But like, don't you think this is stupid? He's like, I think this is very stupid. And he said, oh, well, good. Here's a card. Call this person. And I had to leave them a message that they're, they're he's like, call customer service. I said, okay. And I called him and there was no fucking service for the customer. And I had to leave them a fucking message explaining everything. And then, that, you know, then I just, I'm, my car is parked to the side. I'm driving Steph's car. And I had a really fucking out of body experience in a Prius when I was driving her car the other day because a fucking Prius ran a stop sign in front of me and I blared my horn and I yelled at <laughs> like, you stupid fucking Prius driver. And then I realized I'm in a fucking Prius. And I'm like, oh, hold on, fuck. hold on. So, so Deb had to get off the podcast, but she still can hear what we're saying. I ha or at least my half. So I have to share this with her because she's convinced a Prius tried to kill her multiple times. Um, so, Honey, Steph owns a Prius. Hold on. I think she's coming back to the microphone. Hold on. Just sit down over there. She's not coming back for good. She's got things she's got to do, but she needs to be part of this story. 
All right, so Steph has a Prius, and Rico's car, because it's all fucked up, he's driving Steph's Prius right now because she's not in town for reasons that aren't worth getting into again. Most evil car in the world. Well, yeah, but anyway, um, she... So she's he's driving her Prius. Go ahead, Rico. Tell that story again so Deb can hear it. I forgot I was driving a Prius, and I was sort of had an out of body in a car experience because I was driving and some idiot fucking Prius that looked exactly like Stephanie's ran a stop sign in front of me, so and almost hit me. And I blared my horn and I yelled because I had a window open. I said. You stupid fucking Prius driver! And then I realized I was driving a Prius. <laughs> no, and I had to pull over, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't told Stephanie, so she'll. I mean, she she's the one, even though she drives a Prius, and her car. Look, in all honesty, the Prius is a fine car. I mean, because I don't know shit about cars, I could say a fucking oversized electric Razor is a nice car. No, no, no. Priuses are evil. They're not. They're actually not bad cars. Deb just doesn't like them because they've almost killed her like twice. I think it's three times. All like within like two weeks span. Like I used to go for runs and walks and this white Prius almost ran me over. And then I was at a program and then this Prius just comes. I was walking across the street. There was no cars and all of a sudden this baby blue Prius almost ran me over. You can't fucking hear them, dude. They're sound but deadly. <laughs> <Yes>. They are. <laughs> they are just not. They're no. They'll save God. the fucking planet, but they'll kill everybody else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So yeah, that that was that was a big realization. I'm like, I'm that idiot Prius driver. And the funny thing is, the stuff will be the first one to be like, stupid fucking Prius drivers. I'm like, honey, you're driving a Prius. Like, I know, I said. What I said. Do you um? Deb doesn't like them because she doesn't like puppets. But do you like Jeff Dunham? <laughs> yes. Did you see the one? It's a couple years old at this point, and I own it. I'm trying to see the name of it from here, but I can't. Talking to myself. No, it's the one where he introduces um. Oh God! Why did I just blank the the terrorist puppet the? Ackman. Ahmed, yeah, it's the one where he introduces Ahmed, but before he brings any of the the puppets out, he's talking about because he had an H one Hummer, and mm-hmm. his wife had a Prius, or his ex wife now, but wife at the time, and she makes a whole load of jokes about how he's gay because he's driving this Prius because he's got the Prius and he's holding his Chihuahua on on his lap, and it's like this powder blue chihuahua, Prius, a toy Chihuahua, a toy Chihuahua, yeah. So, it's a whole thing about Priuses and stuff. It's just funny. And then it's a running gag through the whole thing. Like, Peanut gives him shit about it later. And, I, you know, he get the, the puppets throughout the thing give him shit about driving a Prius. Right. So, anyway. Well, that's the funny thing is, is when Steph left, now I have, I'm driving a Prius, and I've got a little fucking dog. Yeah, well, Sugar's not exactly a toy chihuahua, though. No, but Sugar is, is definitely a small dog, and I I, <laughs> I flipped out because um, when Steph was here, I took Sugar out to go pee, and then my German Shepherds in my yard tried to eat him, tried to eat her, and were barking at her through the gate, and I just and Sugar just 
thinks she's a big dog and it's just like bah, 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 just like trying to get at these fucking shepherds and just not aware that she's staring at death with teeth. <laughs> right. I drag her right. In, I, I drag her in and Steph's like, oh you know, and I'm like, get inside, you fucking Napoleonic bitch. <laughs> wow. That's that's, that's interesting. Well, because it's just the dog is a fucking Napoleonic complex. Just like I'm little and I'm pissed off, and I'm like, bitch, I understand. I'm the same fucking way, but god damn it, if I had a huge German Shepherd barking at me, you better believe I'm gonna sit the fuck down. You had a whole article of how smaller people are more angry and violent than larger people. Right? Yeah, they say they say that the smaller shorter you are the more angry you are there's a guy i know and i won't say his name he's um we'll put it this way he, he he's a bit of a rival from my younger years because he's my ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend that she ended up dating after we broke up so she went back to him after we broke up and he has what i call enrico i'm sorry to say this to you but he has what i call sims which is an acronym for short italian man syndrome because he's like five foot and like a hundred pounds, but he will be the first person to step up to like the six ten to someone like Michael and be like, I will kick your ass. And Michael yeah, will just laugh, you know. Yeah, it's the Joe Pesci syndrome. I, right. I, I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Do you, know, so, do you know the reason why like guys like me that are like shorter and are more angry and prone to actually be like, fuck you? Because we're closer to hell. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but Rico, you could fuck some shit up if you needed to. I'm sure of it. Like this kid, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely got some more muscle mass than sugar. That's for sure. But uh, I, you know, I also am very. I mean, I've I've been in a couple fights, but I, I definitely always start out saying like, "Are you sure you want to do this? We don't have to do this. Are you sure you want to do this? Right. Okay, we're doing this." I, I'm always trying to talk them out of the fight as I'm throwing a punch at them. I'm just like, just remember, you wanted this, motherfucker. Right, right. I got no fucking angry, drunk Russian on Bart one time. Okay, let's not get into that one. <laughs> just let that go. I think you told that story, actually, now that I think about it. but I, I, I don't think I did. I think I, I think I mentioned it, and we never discussed it. Right, and let's keep it that way so that the Russian mob doesn't come to kill us. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Gonna, I don't gonna, know. They'll fuck with I, our voting before they kill me. Yeah, right. Which, by the way, this is the Sunday before Election Day. People, I hope you voted. Please go out there Tuesday and and save us from Orange Forty Five. Um, that aside, we 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 have an episode to do, don't we? I think I think there's actually content that we want to talk about. Um, I I. I I thought we were. I thought this is all about me. Isn't this just, this isn't this whole episode about me? It really is just a gigantic Rico therapy session. Is what it boils down to. It really is, man. <laughs> Ever since I kind of put uh, Rico's rants on hold, this is just filling in my. You actually stuff. said that on an episode. I forget which one. It was one of the most recent ones we put out. I forget which one. But you actually said that um, on a recent one. But uh, speaking of recent episodes, one of the ones that we did that um, I'm really proud of actually is our Halloween episode. I know. It's a little contentious for you because of my opinion of the movie, but from a content quality perspective, I feel like it's one of the better ones we put out. Um, that said, 
I did have something I forgot to talk about on that episode that I really wanted you to hear and get your opinion on. Now, we're beyond Halloween, the holiday at this point. It's it's over. But I heard about a law, and this is real. I looked it up um, from that same morning show that I mentioned just a few minutes ago. They were talking about this. There are cities and states that are making it illegal to trick-or-treat over the age of 13. So if you're over 13, you can get fined, I think it's up to like $250, and punishable by up to 10 months in prison or jail. Can you imagine that embarrassing fucking like story? You, you just get locked up, you're put in a cell, the guy next to you, you're just like, so what are you in for? Oh, murder and rape. What are you in for? Trick or treat. I went trick or treating. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. This is the crazy part about it for me, and and this is why I want your your feedback a little bit. Like, who goes to jail? Is it the kids? You putting the kid in juvie, or are you putting the the parents in prison? Like, who's going to jail for this? I I fucking hope no one. Well, uh, no, but like, the, it's real. I, I, I mean, in one city, the cutoff age is twelve. If you're over the age of twelve, <laughs> I mean. It's it's been a long time since I've trick or treated, but I think well, sure. I think well no because the last time I trick or treated I think I was sixteen, but it wasn't like I went to house to house. I was just pissed off that I was like I'm fucking sixteen. I want some candy, but I don't want to go out and go and like you know there's Buy something it. yeah there's yeah there's something about being an adult and seeing everyone else dress up and get the Halloween spirit and go door to door. That's that's really a big chunk of the thrill of of Halloween. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to just be a boring adult and go and buy some fucking candy and eat it and have a whole. I mean, because I can do that any fucking time of the year. Well, all so, right. So, uh, so oh, the morning show. The morning. I should give them some credit because I did write into them. The show is called Preston and Steve Show, and it's on uh, local radio station ninety three point three WMMR. And there's free plug. Not that anyone that listens to us gives a shit. But anyway, um, they're. All of our listeners just go straight to them and ignore us now. Yeah, basically. They're a much more entertaining show. Um, <laughs> but no, what what they said, and I think I have to agree with this, is they had a couple, because there's, there's one, two, three, five people on this show, four guys and a female. Um, four of them have kids, and the one guy does not have any children, but he's very much a big kid himself, and he would be the first to tell you that, so I'm not saying that is a, a derogatory statement. He's very much a big kid. Um, he, they all said this, basically. They said that they think one of two things. If you're over 14 you have to put in some work. So the costume can't be like a high school kid just wearing his football jersey and say, I'm a football player. Like, if you put on the full uniform with the shoulder pads and a helmet, that's one thing. But you can't just throw on your jersey for that you would have anyway because you're a player and call yourself in costume. So that was our number one thing. And then number two that they said was that if you're over... Well, they said three things. And then they said if you're of, a, of that same age, you got to also maybe... You know, give me a trick. You know, do something funny, dude. You know, like, I don't know, sing a song or something. You know, like, they didn't say you had to do that, but it would be neat if you put that kind of effort in. Do you know what I mean? And then the other side was that they said once you're old enough to have a license, that should be the cutoff. 
So, like, that should be the cutoff age, not 12 or 13. Like, once you're old enough to be able to drive, that should be really, like, the cutoff age. If there's going to be a law, that should be it. Yeah, if you could drive to the house to trick-or-treat at, then you disqualified yourself. See, but that made me think about something, too. And I would like your feedback, and then we'll move on, because I know there's something you want to talk about, and there's some stuff from Kev that I want to touch on, too. Um... Let's say you have kids. Let's say you and Steph had kids. I I know that's not really something that's been discussed, <laughs> but let's just say you guys have kids, and, and they're old enough at this point to be trick-or-treating. You are a bit of a big kid, Rico, and I mean that as positively as I can oh, say it. Sure. So I could see you doing something if you had a kid and they were trick-or-treating, that you would get dressed up with them in in a bond of you know solidarity. Like, I'm... You know, my my kid's excited. I'm getting excited with my kid. Like you're you're supporting your kids, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Does that mean you're breaking the law? Like by the no, la- no I haven't seen these these you know laws written down. I haven't been able to read the minutia. But does that mean you're breaking the law? No, because I'm not going door to door and sanctuary treat, and they're putting candy in my basket. They're you're just kids that- I'm just I'm just a designated walker. You know, right. that's, that's, even, that's even though you're in costume, right? Is that basically what even you're saying? Even though I'm in costume, I mean, right. for sure, I'd be stealing some of my kids' candy that night. Sure. But <laughs> so that, that's that's, just, that's a parent's right. That's a that's, thing. Yeah, I, I get yeah. my ten percent, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> um, but all right. I, it's funny you say that because I was I was saying earlier, like I the last time I went trick or treating, sort of qualifies with what this. I like I said, I just wanted to get some fucking candy, and I didn't want to go to Safeway to get it. So I put on a suit and I sort of, I had, I actually had hair back then and it was semi long and, and it was dark and I just sort of slicked it back and puffed it up a little bit. And I literally just went to the house like around the corner and I was alone. I didn't have children with me and I, there was no other kids around and I, uh, <laughs> I did trick or treat. And the, I remember it was, an, it was an adult, and I know he recognized me because just from me walking around the neighborhood. And he just said, uh, what are you supposed to be? And I just said, I'm Al Pacino. Trick or treat. Oh, God. And he just burst out laughing. And he just said, you know, that was worth it. Like, you get some candy. Right. And that, that was kind of what the guy from the show's point was. You put in an effort to entertain this person a little bit, so... Yeah, and then he's just like, let me hear more. I'm like, oh, you know, I want some, uh... I'd love some candy. You know, uh, trick or treat, I'd rather have the treat than the fucking trick. If I want a trick, I'd go find my ex-wife. <laughs> Nicely done, Rico. Yeah. And so he's, wait, and I he's have... just like, how old, he's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 16. He's just like, you're gonna stop smoking. Well, yeah, that's another conversation. I do have one quick follow-up question, though. So, again, if you had kids and you were taking the kids out, so let's say you have, like, a... Well, look, I have nephews, so let's just say, like, if I was taking my nephew. Okay, but but no, but this next one's important to an age thing. So let's say, okay, let, we'll stick with nephews, but let's say your nephew was, like, two or three, right? And at some okay. point got tired of walking around or whatever. So you're now carrying your nephew with his bag of candy, saying trick-or-treat for him because he's, you know, getting tired or whatever. Are you then technically breaking the law? At that point, if the kid is semi-unconscious, 
I and as no much kids as I love conscious just doesn't want to walk anymore. That, and that's too fucking bad. He doesn't get any candy. You got to walk. The, you got to pound the pavement to get your fucking candy. Okay, if well that's carry me. I'm like fuck you. We're taking an Uber. Well, that's well, fine. That's that's one whole other thing. But I'm saying, let's say you you've given into that and you're now carrying this child and and their candy bag and you're okay with that aspect. Let's just assume you're okay with that aspect. So what then does that mean for this law? It means. It, it, do you see what I'm saying? I think it's a stupid law. Pers- it shouldn't no, be a law. I, I agree. A, That's kind of the point of bringing it up. An, it should just be an, a very open thing like, okay, you're too fucking old. At this point, you need to find some fucking parties. Like, I, I don't know. If I'm the one carrying the kid and the candy and the kid's saying trick-or-treat, or I'm saying trick-or-treat for the kid, then I, then I guess... I don't know. I, I put the. I then I. I, I put the kid in timeout because I. I don't know. All right. Well, I just I, wanted to bring that up because I think. I think it's an absurd. It's yeah, law. it's an absurd law, and I just wanted to to bring it up real quick. Speaking of lawbreakers, if you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered, offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud. Famous gangster <laughs> Whitey Bulger died in prison this week. Um, yeah, that I, I was not surprised, and I was also completely surprised because I all I, I was like, no one gives a fuck about Whitey Bulger anymore. Because for those who don't know, Whitey I didn't Bulger know he was, was still alive. To be fair, oh no, yeah, he was like ninety two or eighty nine or so. He was thought, old yeah, as he's, shit. He was in his eighties. And what it was was that he was a Boston Irish gangster, and he he ran. South Boston, basically. Isn't, and the funny thing, what? what? Uh, sorry, but isn't The Departed based on him in some capacity? Yes. Uh, okay. So Jack Nicholson's character, Frank Costello, is loosely based on Whitey Bulger. That's what I thought. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Whitey Bulger, like, Whitey Bulger uh, was, like, was a, you know, for every gangster, they're all, there's usually this whole thing where they're ruthless fucking killers, they hate rats, they hate the cops, but they're always like regarded as pillars of the community. They're always donating to the neighborhood. Right. They're always helping. You know well, that that's sort of a they're they're just basically aggressive Robin Hoods. I know it's a movie, but but Don Corleone was very much like that in The Godfather, the first Godfather. Like he he was ruthless, but people came to him, and he was very helpful to his community. Absolutely, and and I think that's really uh, look. I'm not condoning gangsters or. Right. Mafiosi, but definitely uh, 
if I mean, if you respected them, they will give you respect, and they yeah. will treat and they will help you the fuck out. And Whitey was no different. But Whitey, uh, the reason why he's notorious, apart from being just a notorious gangster, was he made an alliance with the FBI and became an informant. Right there, there was an FBI agent who grew up in the same neighborhood as him, um, who came to him and said, "Listen, you be my informant." You give us information about the Italians in uh, Rhode Island and and uh, and uh, the other parts of um, New England, then we'll give you some freeway. We'll give you some uh, leeway. That's what I meant. And but just no killing. And Whitey Bowles just said okay, and then killed everybody. Like he used the fact that he got this this uh, leeway to fucking just take over Boston. Not to mention his brother, Billy Bulger, was a, the senator of Massachusetts. Which means these two Bolger brothers were running Boston in the 70s in entirely different ways. And my dad's from Massachusetts, and, and I, I asked him, I was like, did you know of the, the, way, of the Bolgers? He's like, no, I, I left before like, anything like that happened. But like, you know, he's like, it's a good fucking thing I left. Because, I mean, I, you know, he, my dad was from like the upper class, well, not upper class, but more suburbs. He was not from Southie or anything like that. He wasn't right, from right. the urban area or suburban areas. Yeah, suburban area. I mean, he wasn't from Charleston, but he knew of it. Sure. Um, he wasn't from Dorchester. He was from, uh, you, you know, he is. He was from Newton, which is very uh, suburban. Like Louis, Louis C.K. is from Newton. Matt LeBlanc is from Newton. So it's just really kind of like upper class. Um, so then, uh, the, yeah, fucking Whitey Bulger died. I mean. And he didn't just get, he didn't just die. He got fucking murdered. Yeah. And I mean, he, they, they, um, what, 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 it's a whole, there's a term for it. They, um, they slocked them, which is where they take locks and they put it in socks of slocking and they well, beat him repeatedly and they stabbed him repeatedly. And they Let said it's because he was a snitch. Like I'm, I'm looking up some stuff here. And so a couple, a couple of fact things real quick is number one. He was 89. You were right yeah. about that. Um, he was also in a wheelchair, if I remember. Uh, this article I'm looking at is not saying one way or the other about that, but that's what it is. But a lot of people are saying that him being transferred to this prison, he was because he was transferred. He was in one prison for ever, and they transferred him right. to this prison called Hazleton. I'm trying to find out where that's located. The other one he was in was Coleman in Florida. I'm not sure what his Hazelton is. I'm trying to find that out. But everyone's saying it's basically a, a death it was a death sentence sending him there. And yeah. it's it's the third killing in this prison this year. So the the Fed is act the federal yeah. government or the I guess the FBI is actually looking into this now. I think they knew what they were doing. They probably put him there just to end him. Because I'm sure he's got a lot of he had a lot of information. Um, not just about his his gangster shit, but also about how corrupt uh, the FBI could have been. Because I mean, the the could have been. <laughs> well, at the time, for sure, they were they were definitely. I mean, I don't really necessarily need the FBI fucking coming after me, but like, <laughs> yeah, they don't listen to this show. <laughs> how do you know? Um, well, then they're bored they're, for two hours at a time. Well, they might like our Star Wars bullshit. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> There's a there's a really interesting movie called Black Mass, which I I've wanted to see was, that I've wanted to see that 
that was the very first rant I did. That's episode one. Okay. And it stars Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger. And I had been hearing about this forever. I'm like, dude, fucking Johnny Depp is going to be Whitey Bulger. And it, it went through development hell. It wasn't made for a couple of years and the climate was made. Johnny Depp is terrifying. Fucking scary. Like, well, it, it is. I've always said he's a great like, actor. I mean, I know a lot of people yeah, shit on Johnny Depp. Kind of gets, he also gets kind of pigeonholed in the same role. Like, especially if it's Tim Burton, it's like, okay, he's going to play a really kind of kooky, eccentric guy with probably some prosthetics. Right. I mean, he, he is a fantastic actor, but he played it like like a straight up gangster. Like, and he and he nailed the accent because I'm a I'm a real um, stickler yeah, for a good Boston accent. I was complaining about you and your speech. I I was gonna say something not right, so I won't go there. But you're you're being the speech police the other day to Deb because you were giving me shit about how you talk about different noodle names and stuff. Well, that's just pronunciation. This is I'm talking about an accent. No, I know you're like that too, but still. Well, fuck the old. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bull, uh, Johnny Depp does an amazing job. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays his brother, which is kind of weird casting because they look nothing alike, but it works. Biatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Black Mass is a really good movie. But what they do is they Joel Edgerton plays the FBI agent who lures him in and and uh, assigns him. As uh, yeah, and then uh, it, it's, it, honestly, it's it's just a great movie. And am I happy Whitey Bulger said no? Uh, I think I honestly I think he should have lived and suffered. You know, as an old man in a wheelchair, I think he should. I think he got off easy. As brutal as the death is, I think he got off easy. Well, he'd been in prison for a long fucking time. It's not like he just got sent in there and got killed. Well, they no, they just caught him recently. Really. It made it. The article I was just looking at made it sound like he'd been in prison for a while. He had been in uh, prison in his early years, but Mm. he eluded cops and the police. And he was number two of the Americans Most Wanted. For for uh, number one was Bin Laden, and he eluded the police for like twenty years or thirty years, and was finally caught in Santa Monica as an old ass man. And they caught him outside of his outside his apartment. and he, like, they caught him and a woman he was running away with, and his, like, he had, like, 15 cats or something. Okay. Yeah, and the a Black Mass, it shows the ending of that. So you, <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck? Um, we do an entertainment show, last I checked, and we haven't talked much entertainment in this episode so far. Um, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Did you hear they're making a sequel to that shit? I did. You know, they were trying to make a sequel like years ago. I, the, it, the last time I heard they were going to try to make a sequel was the uh, musician Nick Cave of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Okay. You know that? No, he does I'm not the song Red Right Hand. He does the song Red Right Hand. Okay. The uh, intro song to Peaky uh, Blinders and it's sort of the main song about the screen movies like Take a Little Walk Through the Edge of Town. No. You, you would know it if you heard it. Okay. He's, he's a fucking musician, and he was like, oh, yeah, I was commissioned to write a screenplay for Gladiator 2. And this is like 10 years ago, and it was all about, like, gods and shit, like how fucking Maximus is in 
heaven or some shit, and he's like fighting in gods, and I'm like, what the fuck? That'd be an interesting the last twist. Yeah, I don't think that's what they're doing. I don't I don't know much about it beyond the fact that they're making it. But that said, I um I uh I've been watching the new seasons of and I know you're behind and we talked about it a little bit before, so I'm not gonna get into details, but of the Berlantiverse, as it's come to be known. Yeah. Which is you or know, the Arrowverse. Super, the Arrowverse. I, I like calling it the Berlantiverse, but yeah, it's same thing. Um that said, it's really interesting, but I I um, I gotta tell you, I'm developing quite a crush on on uh, Danielle Panabaker. Really? Oh, dude, because I follow her on Twitter, and she's just like awesome follow on Twitter, and yeah. I uh, I've seen her in a lot. I saw her. she's always kind of like that actress in random movies from like sure. the late 2000s. Uh, she was in the Friday Thirteenth remake. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but anyway. <laughs> Wow. A lot of stars <laughs> are in horror films. I mean, no, I know. I know. Yeah, we, we talked about it. I think at we one did. Point, but. We did. And I'm just making a joke, really. But anyway, um, yeah. Oof. Not so much her character on Flash, but just her, the person. You know? she, she's cute. I'm not going to lie. She's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not, she's not my type, but she's, she's, she's definitely got a lined face. What I like so, about it, she seems fun. Not, it's not so much like a, of physical attractiveness, not that she's not, but she just seems to be like a fun person to be around, you know. From if I had, I mean, if we're talking about like the Arrowverse and the Belanti stuff, I would rather hang out with uh, Melissa Benoist. Oh yeah. Oh, and Deb hates her so much. Hates but her from so everything much. I've heard from about Kevin Smith about her, yeah, has made, I agree. She's kind of like the, and this is not like an insult. She just kind of seems like a. This CW version of Jennifer Lawrence is kind of like, yeah, like one of the boys, and like will eat a bunch of food and just not even care. And- yeah, 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 yeah. I not to go on a whole thing, but if I was going to pick one, really, it'd be Felicity. I don't know the character's name or the actress's oh, name, but I go Felicity. Yeah. Oh, I'm so right there with you, dude. I fucking love her. Yeah, Felicity is awesome. She's. I I know you're not caught up. She's a little annoying in this season, but I think that's the writing. That's not her. Do you know what I mean? I think it's the way they're writing the character. But we'll see. I, if I, that... I, that could be it. But I, I've always been a fan of her. She, oh, I'm she totally was, a fan. Fucking, she's not even like she was originally, uh, if I remember correctly, not a character in the comics. Of no, Green Arrow. It, they this made is, her. Yeah, this is very much like um, Harley Quinn from the anim- Batman the animated series, where they created her for the show and it's now from what I understand she, she is canon in the comics. I think she has made her way to the comic books, but I don't read them so I don't know to be fair. Right. But speaking of creating a character and Batman and and all that, Kevin and Mark on the it's not the most it's the most recent released Fatman on Batman or no, excuse me, Fatman Beyond. But it's from like a couple weeks back when they were at the Rio Theater in in uh, Vancouver, which we need to when we get a chance ask Matty Granger to. Next time he's up there, he's got to go find him <laughs> and just put our name in his ear or some shit. But anyway, that said, yeah. um, they were talking about some theories on the Infinity War because there's been some new developments in the things that are coming out and 
my initial thought was, holy shit. Did you listen to it? I listened to it, but I, I, my problem is whenever I listen to a podcast, whether it's ours or Fat and Beyond, you're falling asleep. Babylon, I, oh, I mean, I could be, it could be 1130 in the morning or 1130 at night. And it's just so relaxing. I just drift off and then I wake up. It's always like another episode or, yeah, or, <laughs> yeah I, well, I, I, I listened to it a couple of times, but I think I need a refresher. Well, then you and I will listen. We can't put out on a recording for lots of legal reasons, I'm sure. And I'm not willing to, to risk those. But we will talk about what they have to say and comment on it as we listen behind the scenes. So so the first thing they talk about is Bob Iger got on an investor's call. Bob Iger is the head of Disney Studios, for those who don't know. And he was asked, is Kevin Feige going to be running the rest of the Marvel that they've just acquired from Fox, which becomes official Jan 1 of 2019. So we're months away from Fox or from the Marvel Universe basically coming together. And the response was, why would anyone else run this when he knows what he's doing? Essentially, that's not the words that they said. But so right. what do you think? Dude, Kevin Feige running X-Men, I'm down. I'm I'm 100% down. I I do like we've talked about my my um, confusion on how they're going to sort of wedge a whole race of mutants that have been around into it. But we've we've talked about it. It might be an alternate universe. It might be well, a global fucking thing. It, you know. Okay, you know, so I a, I had paused the fact man on Batman because our listeners don't listen to. That gets addressed right next. So let's go into that and then we can pick it up. Okay. Okay, so for those who obviously can't hear this, and, and for those who want to follow us, listen to Fat Man Beyond episode 235 and start at the 44-minute mark. And where we are. So those who want to listen. Dude, <clears throat> Kev didn't say it for like the first time that I can remember, but I will say it for him. You're a writer, man, because... Bernardin's yeah. on point, dude. Like, but to be fair, I had all I had said basically the same thing a couple episodes back, which was or whatever, whatever the fuck it was. But I said it they're, because Steph had the same uh, confusion because we've already talked about this. Steph didn't know that the X Men and the Avengers were supposed to be in the same fucking universe. She right. she knew it was all owned by Marvel, but she didn't know that Wolverine and Tony Stark hang out together. Right, or right, right, right. Well, and okay, and so, so I, let's very quickly describe what we just listened to. So basically what Mark said was that, you know, everyone thinks that the snap, the post-snap solution will involve some form of time travel. Well, what if it's just a multi, like basically DC's version or Marvel's version of the DC multiverse? You know, what if there's this right. alternate universe and it's, you know, to Mark, use Mark's words, he said the Fox universe. I'm sure they won't call it that, but just to delineate right. the two. And, and that's where the X-Men are and the Fantastic Four and potentially, you know, the, the Black Panther and the people that we lost at the end of the fir first Infinity War movie. And that's how you bring them back because there's this alternate universe. Right. Um, what he, I, if I might be a little confused, but it almost implied that some of the characters that were snapped, like, you know, Black Panther, Spider Man, they would be 
I may be confused, but it, it almost it almost implied that Bernardin said or implied that like all the characters that were snapped, Spider-Man, Black Panther and whatnot, they would come back with mutant powers or did I not follow that? No, no. The way I took that was that because it's like a multiverse, they have their own version of Spider-Man and Black Panther and all them. So they don't necessarily have mutant powers. They're just, it's Spider-Man in a different universe. So, mm-hmm. in this other multiverse or whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? So, it, but it would still be, t- but instead of it being like Miles Morales, which would be the logical way to go, it'll still be Tom Holland. It was just Tom Holland from that universe as opposed to our universe where he's been snapped or T'Challa where he's been, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um, that's I think that's what would- Bernard was saying, I think. I think it's easy to go that route, but also at the end of Ant-Man, the wasp, they right. are talking about how there's another alternate ish universe in there as well. Did and I think that, that's a whole key thing. I don't remember them saying that specifically. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't remember them talking. They talked about this other there's, world in this subatomic world, but they don't talk about another like universe. Well, it's a subatomic world, but they also there was a deleted sure. scene uh, where Michelle Pfeiffer and um, Paul Rudd. I've heard of this. The, I need to watch that. Yeah, and I don't know why it's deleted because if it's integral to the plot, maybe they're saving it for the next movie. Like maybe they'll smush that in in Avengers Two or it could be know. an opening scene. But, no, uh, it could be the opening scene of Avengers Two. Yeah, it's possible. Well, it's, except it's not going to be Michelle Pfeiffer because it's just be Scott Lang by himself because she got snapped. It, well, not if you because I'm they Amy take and that the Wasp scene takes, but rewrite it. Well, they could, or they could do this scene as like a flashback. You could have a title card come up that says like six months ago or some shit, and it's the two of them talking, and then current sure. day or you know whatever. But here's the thing: Marvel, especially Kevin Feige behind the reins, he oversees everything. Yeah. So they, he knew that scene was going to be put in. He knew that scene was written. He knew that scene was filmed. So he must have been like, ah, oh, we don't want to give them too much uh, ammunition. Right. And for them to theorize, let's, let's cut that. And then uh, maybe take, take uh, borrow that scene for a, a later film. Um, because he, I mean, I agree. He fucking knows what he's doing. I said it many times. It, you know, if he ran the whole fucking universe, Spider-Man, Avengers, Fox, uh, all that shit. I'd be happy. Um, I and mean, it, it's getting there. It's this getting very there, close but there. Then we get to then we get to what I know. I now I remember a little bit some pieces of of the Fat Man Beyond uh, episode, which is they talk about. Well, what about Wolverine? Should right. Hugh Jackman come back? And, and Hugh Jackman's always said if he were to ever come back, it would be yes. one or two things: if you team up with him and Deadpool, or the Avengers. Or the Avengers. Yep. Now, to be fair, Logan is an amazing end to that character. Ending it the way it did is pivotal for that character. Right. Having X twenty three, having X twenty three take over, having Professor X die, having Wolverine die. But here's the good news: is that Logan is set in the future. So if you just take Hugh Jackman, make him younger. But pre-Logan, so Logan is still canon. Right. Essentially, right. what they're doing is they're making a prequel to Logan, but they're and, and then Logan is a sequel to the Avengers. You smush him in, in Avengers fucking five or whatever, 
Um, you could maybe even put him in Deadpool, and then you could have him be like, have him be, uh, have him take over Professor, uh, start taking care of Professor X, and then Logan would essentially start. You know, right. him taking up a limo drive or something like that. Or yeah, and and all of that is plausible, and I'm not finding fault with any of it. But the other option is what Mark was just alluding to: if there's this multiverse thing that Logan could have died in that multiverse, we've always had a Logan that we didn't know about. Do you know what I'm saying? That's also yeah. a possibility. Yeah, but uh, and th that's fine. But if they're going to do that, then they really should stick to try and stick to a little bit of canon and even take liberties and borrow from the Fox universe, which means take X-23, take the actress yeah. who played Logan's daughter, have her be this Marvel MCU Logan, have her be the Wolverine. Because yeah. I'd rather have that than a completely new actor that we have to kind of get along with and, right. and, and always compare him, you know, and be like, oh, well, it's the dude from Kingsman. You know, I'm not, you know, he's okay. He's just not the greatest. Or, oh, or Tom Hardy playing another fucking comic book role because he's the prominent choice. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking done with Tom Hardy. Personally. Look, I, I'm not even going to comment on Tom Hardy. I'm just ignoring that. Not that I don't care about what you had to say, but there's no point in diving into that. As far as, because I agree with you, picking up another Logan is going to be very difficult to do for a long time. For the same reason, yeah. not that I'm going off on a tangent here, but the same reason why they shouldn't be making these Joker movies. Because to me, though I think it's been 10 years at this point, I don't think enough time has passed from Heath, Lo Heath Ledger's Joker. Do you know, like... We're still... It, we're still recovering from Jared Leto's Joker. Well, that should have never happened, but that's beside the point. Like, the point is that, like, you don't have another Wolverine for a long time. You can do X-23, yeah. like you're talking about. That so that way you have a Wolverine-esque character continue on. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Or if you get, like, Lady Deathscythe. You know, who is also a Logan-type character. Do you know what I'm saying? Lady Death, Lady Death Strike. Is that what you said? I thought it was Death Scythe, but that's fine. I'm not here to debate that part. The point is, she's a, she's a Wolverine-like character. You know what I mean? So you can, you can do one of those two options to keep the Wolverine-esque character alive without having Logan, per se. But... I agree with you. If it's not Hugh Jackman, don't do it. But I think I... Look, I I want to see... Here's what I want to see. You're going to laugh at this because it is meant half humorously. I want to see Hugh Jackman standing next to Robert Downey Jr. and him to say something shitty to Logan and Logan flip out the middle finger blade at him like he did to to um, Cyclops in the... I think it was the first or second X-Men movie. First one. Was the first one okay? I want that. I want that. I want that thing, and I want Logan standing next to Ryan Reynolds. I want that to happen. So if there's a way to make that happen without it looking too forced, then by all means, let it happen. I I agree. Um, I would also like to have what how I think they should start is have a lot of the lesser known characters. You know, have Gambit show up. Have uh, would you be um, okay with Channing Tatum play him because he hasn't been on screen yet? Well, there's that one right uh, that briefly showed up in that 
really shitty Origins movie. I yeah, was that, that was um, the dude who played John Carter. Um, hey, I, he was I would fine. rather have him be. I'd rather have him be introduced in the MCU than for him to try and make his own standalone Fox thing. Oh, that's um, fine. But I'm saying, who would you have play him? I think Shane Tatum would be a fine choice. First of all, I mean, he's got the southern accent. I mean, he'd have to learn how to do the Asian accent pretty well. Apparently, he's um, got it. I, well, if I if I uh, if I had a choice, I didn't mind uh, Taylor, whatever the fuck his name was. Um, the guy from that I, movie, from the Origins movie. The guy from Origins, yeah. Um, yeah, he was fine. I don't have an objection to that. You know, you know, honestly, I would pick someone up from. True blood. I would pick someone who, like the the guy plays the main um, vampire in True Blood, um, Bill, because he nails the accent really fucking good. Okay, uh, now I've never watched True Blood. I think I watched half an episode once. But that aside, and I'm not wanting to get into that right now. But is he age appropriate? Because I'm not familiar with who you're talking about. He's not age appropriate, but if you really break it down, neither is Channing. I mean, Channing is, is I think, late thirties, early forties now. Well, but compared to Wolverine, that works. If you're, because when I think of that, I I put him right next to Wolverine because I always felt like those two characters worked in lockstep very much, and as a I result, always, I always, well, I always thought of Gambit as as late twenties, early thirties, personally. Yeah, but, but I mean. Standing on paper sounds like a great choice. He's got the physique. He's got the southern drawl. He's got the star power. He kind of looks like him. That's what I was going to say. He kind of looks like him a little bit. If you're Because my visual for him, for that character of Gambit, and I don't know if it's the right one to think of, is the X-Men animated series from the 90s. Right. You know, that's that's the, the gambit I think of. So I think Shannon Tatum fits that really well. Uh, well, I mean, as long as they go, here's the good thing. My whole thing is that, like I said, I want the lesser-known characters because... Well, like Hugh Jackman. Is the, that, are you talking about lesser-known actors or lesser-known characters? Characters. I'm talking okay. about okay. characters. I, I want, you know, bring, you know, Storm has been done so much. Uh, Wolverine has been done perfectly. We don't need a fucking oversaturated. No. Uh, we don't need another Cyclops. We don't need another Angel. Go for the low rent. Go down the bar because that's that's the great thing that MCU can do is that they will take lesser known characters like lesser known villains and actually make them look. Thin. I just want lesser known characters, man. I that's the great thing about Kevin Feige and the MCU is they're taking lesser known characters uh, and making them him. Like, right. Vulture on paper is an old fucking man yeah. with sort of a yeah. feather suit. But they made Art. him fucking amazing. Um, is, they made they made him fucking awesome. And so I I don't doubt they could take a low budget, lesser known character like Gambit, who is popular in his own in his own way, but I'm talking like you know, I, I'm sure there's a fucking character named Cannonball. I don't know who the fuck they are, but fucking There is one in. actually. <laughs> Um, see what I'm saying? Like just, just take these lesser known, low rent, bottom of the barrel characters, make them awesome. And you know, give to Fox's credit, because and we we haven't gotten to it yet, but but Bernard recommends basically blowing up the Fox universe, not the one that 
not the alternate one he's referring to, but the actual like wiping everybody out and starting fresh. But and we'll play that for you in a minute. But he, I feel like the thing you're talking about because I agree with you. I I don't disagree with anything you just said. I agree a hundred percent with all of it. But I feel like they did some of that in a positive way with Days of Future Past when they were in the future defending that that stronghold, I guess you would call it, that they had while Logan was in the past. Do you know what I mean? Yes, you right. had some of the bigger name characters, but you did have some of the smaller ones too, like the girl that had all the portals. I don't know who that was. I don't even know the character's name. Like, I don't. But, you know, you had Shadow her. Cat. What's that? Shadowcat. Okay, and then you had um, the character that that they actually used to send back in time that would get, like, charged by, like, getting, like, I don't want to say shot, but do you know what I mean? I don't remember his name either. Yeah. Um, it looked like Bishop, no. but I don't think it was Bishop. It, it is Bishop. Oh, is it Bishop? Um, okay. Well, yeah. See, Ellen Page was in X-Men 3 as the same character. That's why right. we can bring her back. Right, no, I'm not talking um, about Ellen Page. I'm talking about some of these other characters that were like defending while she was taking him back in time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, some some of them they added, and 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 I'm just that's fine. They can they can reuse those characters because they're only in for one fucking movie. Exactly. But I'm not saying yeah, you know. No, I'm, honestly, Rico, I think I'd you say, think I'm arguing against your point. I'm not arguing against your point. I'm actually saying that you're making a good point and that they did a little bit of that in Future Past and I would like to see more of it. The one main character that I feel like they've they've short shrift every time and really deserves a little more screen time and got some of it in Days of Future Past is Colossus. I They've never done that right. I mean, okay. They kind of did it right in Deadpool, <laughs> but not the way I want it. I would... I liked the one they had in Days of Future's Past, but that's just me. Well, you didn't do shit in Days of Future Past. Because they didn't let him. That's my point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not his fault. That's, uh, you know what I'm saying. They're, they're not going to do that. Yeah, but they're not going to do that because this new Colossus with Deadpool is too popular. And well, yeah. if I remember yeah. correctly, Fox, Fox or Disney said, we're going to keep Deadpool. Like, we're not going to fuck with that. Like, Deadpool's got his own thing. Um, well, we talked about it on an episode that's coming out soon where... Well, it will be now by the time this aired. My fault. <laughs> Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Um, but we talked about that when we talked about... Um, oh shit, I just lost my Deadpool point. Deadpool turned the MCU? Yes, and the fact they're doing the PG-13 re-edit of Deadpool 2 and putting it out there. 
Like, they're already starting to, like, Disney slash MCU this this Deadpool, and that concerns the shit out of me. Like, I remember, I've been, I'm the one that edits. I went back and listened to it. I flipped the fuck out when we talked about it. You know? As long as they do my suggestion, I'm fine. I, well, yes, but that's if, if they, they do your suggestion, and I'm not sure they're going to. But listen, let's let's get let Mark talk some more because he actually gets into your theories here, and I think you might agree with him. So, like, if I'm if I that point he made uh, about like, okay, I I don't want I, I think they should go younger because the exact same reason I don't want to see Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones again. Right. And I'm like, okay, if this was ten years ago and they just finished Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I say, make another one quick. But I got to agree, you know, Indiana Jones is, even though they're making another one, and and Indiana Jones is sort of a sacred character, it is Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford is Indy. I don't want to see Chris Pratt. I don't want to see Bradley Cooper. Right. At the, but here's at a, the same time, here's I don't, don't want to see it come back. Between an Indy and an, a Wolverine. Indy, Wolverine is ageless. He's supposed to not age. I mean, he does, but he does at such a slow pace. He's going to be like 400 years old when he dies, essentially. I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating for to make a point, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's supposed he's to be... already 150. Or whatever, yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, he's supposed to be... Oh. I get... Right, and I get Mark's point because Hugh Jackman, the actor, is not ageless. But with the, the aging thing that they can do now and how seamlessly they do it, and the Captain Marvel movie will be the biggest key of that because how well does Sam Jackson look through the whole movie de-aged? You know, like we've seen small chunks of it to this point with Kurt Douglas in Ant-Man and the Wasp and Michelle Pfeiffer in the same movie and then, you know, um, <laughs> Robert Downey. What? I don't mean to correct you, but you said Kirk Douglas when you mean Michael Douglas because if Kirk oh, yeah, Douglas, Kirk's his father, they, yeah, 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 you're they, right. If they de-age Kirk Douglas, I'm like that is fucking impressive. Yeah, or no, you're right. It was Michael. You're right. Well, I'm sorry. Michael Douglas the entire time in Ant-Man the Wasp has been Kirk Douglas just de-aged. I believe it. <laughs> All right, you're right though. It's Michael. You're right, but it at least I had the family right. Anyway, but you know when they. DHC's characters, it's been brief moments. And they've worked. They've yeah, done really well with them. Cameo. But what's that? It's a cameo with the same actors. Right. Really all it is. Right. So the the biggest test will be Sam Jackson's character, Nick Fury, in Captain Marvel, because it's the whole fucking movie as far as I understand. So Well, I don't know. We don't know how, how much uh Samuel Jackson's in it. It may just be I mean, look, I agree it's going to be longer than the five-minute scene or two-minute scene. I would have to imagine that the aging CGI shit is expensive, but sure. I also think they may, it may make it cheaper. But I don't know the, um, I don't know the budget of Captain Marvel. Right. But well, I my, also do know that... I don't but know. my point uh, is I, you can de-age Wolverine. Like they, and it's a short scene and it's longer than most of the other ones but even that scene in Logan where he fights himself. That's a de-aged... That's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, that's, and he's in that a huge chunk. That's, and it's like 10-15 minutes maybe? What'd you say? Maybe um, less. In, 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 in total? Um, because they pepper him out towards yeah. the end. And right. Him out of chunk time. 
Yeah, it's about 10, 15 minutes. It, it's shit. I think Hannibal Lecter had fucking uh, more screen time in the first Silence of the Lambs. Right. So my my point is that I think I think it's doable. And I think with a character who's ageless compared to an Indiana Jones who's not ageless, you know what I'm saying? Or And I don't think they should de-age Harrison Ford. They no, that, no, I, I I agree a thousand percent. Like I actually think they should cast somebody new. And it shouldn't be Indy. Mm. You can call it Indiana Jones, but it's it's a guy in the spirit of Indy and it's not Indy. But that's you know what I'm saying? <sighs> Whatever, I'd rather, that's... honestly, if if they're going to do it, if they're going to make another one, have Harrison Ford be an old, have him be the Han Solo of Episode Seven, but Indiana Jones, have him be himself, and have his son, but not have fucking Shia LaBeouf. You know, then you could have it be fucking Indy the Third, right? You know, I, yeah, no, I I agree, Henry Jones the Third instead of yeah, Henry have, Jones Junior. Yeah, have the. Have have it be the same thing as Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. Exactly. Have, yeah. have Harrison Ford be the Sean Connery role. Just the uh, same thing because that curse is just constantly going. I'd exactly. rather see that than a reboot or a, or a, a reimagining or just oldest, old Indiana Jones just on a wheelchair fucking running away from a bullet. Totally agree with all of that. Totally agree. And to the point of Wolverine, though, I think you can bring Hugh Jackman back. But I think your window I'd is... Rather, I'd rather have him back. Yeah, I would agree. I don't... Look, 98% of the time I agree with Mark Bernardin because I think he's a fucking genius. But in yeah. this instance, I, I can't be further away from him on that. In this instance, I'm the fucking writer. You're a writer, man! It's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, let's see what they had to say next. Okay, so the next part they're talking about is is what do you do with the rest of the X-Men? And again, I I got to disagree with with Mark on this because he's saying you basically shit can them all after Dark Phoenix and just recast. And I have to disagree with that cuz I I like the casting they've done with these X-Men movies. These these I guess, for lack of a better phrase, reboot that, that Fox did, where they took it back to the you know 60s, 70s, 80s, and whatever the next step is with Dark Phoenix. I I like what they've done. I know Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to do Mystique anymore, and that's fine. If she doesn't want to do it, then, you know, more power to you. But these other actors, and I like James McAvoy as, as um, Professor X. I was concerned about that when they announced it. Like, at first, I was like, eh. But he, he won me yeah. over. Like I think he did a really good job. I think he's still doing a good job. And I and Fassbender as 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 Magneto. Look, I love Ian McKellen as an actor, but he destroyed that role. Like Fassbender's so much better than Ian McKellen in that role. Like I'm sorry. So well, like, he's younger. You know, he's younger and more. Yeah, he can actually throw a punch, whereas Ian McKellen right. can't. Yeah, and that's it's. I don't know. Well, he, man. Here's the thing: I, I I agree that it's probably going to end with Dark Phoenix, as it should. Let that be the whole ending for that Fox thing. To be fair, as much as much as I bitch, 
I don't really want movies to fail. I want every movie that I want to see sure. that I have interest in seeing be successful. I want them to be good. I wanted Venom to be good. I wanted Predator to be good. And I want Dark Phoenix to be good because the storyline is a great storyline. But they should end it. But here's the thing. There, there, I just looked up some uh, information about the new Mutants movie that we did talk about. We now, did. how about this for a fucking theory? It's called The New Mutants because it is based on the New Mutants uh, run-up. Run right. What if it's also that title because this is their introduction to mutants? That'd be interesting. So be how about it. it's, you have your lesser-known X-Men characters, which is what I was just talking about. Yep. You, you have it. You have it. I mean, it's going to be coming out in 2019 is what they just said, according to Wikipedia, which is Wikipedia is always correct. But honestly, Wikipedia has never really failed me to the most part. Like sometimes For the you most part, tell yeah. Me, yeah, it has its moments. A fan page. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would almost rather have it be. So let's say Avengers 4 comes out and they introduce the mutants, they introduce Fantastic Four, they introduce this new expansion, right? Have the new mutants be that spinoff of that expansion. And right. now the new mutants are part of the canon. You have because we haven't seen the actors in this new movie. We haven't seen uh, uh, fucking Wolfsbane or or whatever the fuck their names are. All these new mutant characters. I'm so uh, unaware yeah, of them. I'm not versed either, so that's fine. So you get your low rent characters. You get mutants, and also it's just a fucking movie that it looks amazing compared to Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix looks very run of the mill, generic. It looks like another fucking apocalypse is really what it right. looks like. Well, Which, and, to be fair, Apocalypse wasn't a terrible film, but it was just not as good as Days of Future Past or no. X-Men 2. No, uh, it was just this, X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah, of this new cast, it's the worst of the the new cast X-Men movies. But it's not... I, you're and I think you Dark did, Phoenix? What's that? You're talking about... Like, the Dark Phoenix, like the newer Jean Grey yeah. and Cyclops. Yeah, of that cast of the things that we've seen so far, it's the worst of the movies. But, okay. that said, and you might have just said this, but we had a bit of a lag, so I don't know if you did, but I still think it's better than X-Men The Last Stand by a hand, by a long shot, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't hate Last Stand because I was like 15 when it came out, so it it's was fine. It wasn't amazing, but it was a million. I mean, it's well, such to a steal from, from. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> to steal from Kevin Smith, it was a million times better than Superman Returns. You know, like I don't agree. That was the whole. Oh, I 100% agree because Superman Returns was just a boring fucking movie. Whereas X-Men, The Last Stand, fit with the same mold. It had mutants. It had action. Yeah, it's got a bit of an incoherent plot, but at least it wasn't a fucking moody Superman. And, and you didn't have a fucking Lois Lane who didn't know when her kid was Superman's kid when he chucked the fucking piano. Well, I think she figured it out by then, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, it, I don't know. I had a big problem with the breaking continuity, and there was a lot of that in that movie. Um... And there were some positive sides to Apocalypse, like the full horseman bringing Angel in, reintroducing Storm. I thought those were positives from that movie. Um, 
Well, I don't here's know. The thing. I, Dead, uh, Days of Future Past didn't fix everything. No. It did, a, it did a good job, but I still have a huge fucking problem with the fact that in the Wolverine, where Wolverine goes to Japan... Which is a good movie. It, I liked it. I, I love yeah. the whole concept of... And I was a big fan of... Um, was it, Mar- was it uh, Claremont who did it? or was, I think it was Miller. It was Frank Miller who did Wolverine go to Japan and get his ass handed to him by some fucking ninjas. That was a great storyline. Yeah. Um, the movie itself is is got some great moments, but there's a lot of like, eh, whatever. But it ends with the adamantium claws being drilled out of his fucking uh, yeah. hands. Yeah, and I then had a problem with that. Replaced with the bo- they replaced with the bone ones. And then in X-Men Days of Future Past, it doesn't explain how he got them back. If they just added a 30-second scene of Magneto saying, oh yeah, I like manipulate the metal, blah, 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 blah. I, I uh, agree. Then- I agree. There was that, that was a big hole that never got fixed. I agree. So it was and a I, big hole because in the future he's got the metal, and then in the when he goes back to the seventies he doesn't have it because he didn't have. It's like, come on. Well, How that makes sense over? because he hadn't gone through the the thing at because it was like whatever. Yeah, it was in the seventies. So yeah, yeah, I understand that, but then just have him not have it at all. Right. So you were talking about with New Mutants about the release date, and that actually made me think about something that we should talk about, and we'll switch from Marvel to DC. They have pushed Wonder Woman 1984, or whatever they're calling it, back That's it. to June of 2020, as opposed to did next really? year. I, 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 yes, I didn't they know did. that. Yeah. There's something else coming out on the original release date that they felt like they were going to have to compete against, whereas now they have... The same, they have a weekend to themselves. And apparently it's the same weekend that the first one came out. I might have the wrong month, but it's in that same window of time. But it's the same weekend that the first one came out. So it's DC competing with Marvel? What's that? Is it DC competing with Marvel? No, I don't think it's to compete. I think it's to get a weekend to itself. There was something right, coming right. out on the original... Well, I wonder what's coming around, out around that time, around that original. Th- it might be Captain Marvel. I don't think so. Well, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll try and look it up and see what's coming yeah. out around that time. Well, the original release date, but it got pushed back. But that also brings me to something you had wanted to talk about, which is something I hadn't heard about till you told me off air, and we'll talk about it again. Is apparently you and McGregor's being cast as Black Mask. Yeah, uh, it's funny how I said the title Black Mask earlier. We're getting a Black Mask. Um, right. For those who don't know, Black Mask is a Batman villain who, it depends on, on the origin, but there are some stories where he's just a normal gangster. Sometimes he's American, meaning he's from Gotham. Sometimes he's British. Um, and he either just wears this fucking symbolic Black Mask that looks like it looks like Red Skull, but with black. Really you beat me it really to is. it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because it looked, I mean, yeah. I didn't want to sound, I was probably going to sound racist the way I was going to put it, but it looks like a black red mask or red skull. Yeah. Uh, a pla- I, I like that. Red mask. Well, red know, mask. not to be confused with Red Hood or Red Robin, but yes. Yeah. Um, and not to be confused with Green Arrow. Uh, um, there's all these colors and names. Uh, you know, it's a good thing Batman wasn't just known as Black Bat. Yeah, right. Or in some cases, blue bat, which is 
We had that conversation already, yeah, about ink and colors and stuff. Yeah. Um, All right, hold on. I was looking at... The Wonder Woman thing? The Wonder Woman thing. So it was... It was scheduled to be completed December 2018. Discussion was sequel, blah, 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 blah. Principal photography began June 2018 and was supposed to be finished by December. It's scheduled to be released June 5th. Uh, all right, here we go. Let, let me look up release um, just to get a more. Um, so, yeah, Black, uh, as we're as I'm looking this up, we'll talk about more about Black Mask. So, Ewan McGregor is Black Mask, and I'm fucking into it, dude. Like, I'm okay it with was it. Not the, it's not the original person I would have gone for. Who would you have gone for? Not that you're being wrong. I'm just curious. Okay, if he's American, I actually would have gone uh, John Hamm. See, I okay, and I get that, but here's why. Because here's why you don't, right? So here's the thing, and this is something I didn't know until I just pulled it up. He's showing up as the villain, as Black Mask is, in the Birds of Prey movie. That's where he's yeah. going to be Black Mask. Yeah. Well, one of the things on that, I mean, on Batman that we were listening to that we stopped listening to is they talk about the Birds of Prey movie without mentioning uh-huh. Ewan McGregor and the uh, McGregor and the Black Mask portion because it hadn't been announced yet. Probably, and they talk about can you have this movie without Batman and not a full like it's a Batman movie but like a, a cameo of some sort and there's been a lot of talk about John Hamm being Batman so I think well, you get you yeah, and McGregor uh, wait hear me out I think you get you and McGregor yeah. as Black Mask because while it may not be announced you're going to get you know to use Kevin's words Bad Ham um, I can well the other choice I would have gone Sure. So if, because I said American. If it was British, honestly, I would have gone Jason Statham. What about Henry Cavill? <laughs> uh, I think that would confuse things a little too much. If it was Superman, you think so? Black, yeah. Yeah. I think I think um, I think uh, Jason Statham. Um, but honestly, in a in a perfect world, I would love Mark Strong. The guy who plays Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie. I'd go the guy from fucking Kingsman. I'd you know from Kickass. Who was he? he in, would be you know, who was he in Kingsman? No. Oh, the Butler guy, right or whatever. No, the, he's the Q essentially. Or he's the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's That's yeah, 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 yeah. He's also the villain in yeah. Sherlock Holmes, isn't he? The first one with yeah, Robert. Yeah, Dad? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. He, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I mean, my first jump was Sinestro. Because he does have um, comic book roots. Okay. Not to yeah. That. I mean, yeah, he's done a lot of comic book movies. Um, he would have, he would have, in a perfect world, killed it. But honestly, you and McGregor, I am all for. But that also kind of just confirms that the Obi Wan Kenobi movie, which we already know was killed, just like the Boba Fett movie was killed, is definitely dead. You know, because now he's just like, I, I'm sticking to Warner Brothers. I'm, I'm done with Disney. You guys had your chance. Now I'm going to Warner Brothers. You really think it's like that? I think he wanted to be. I think he wanted to do an Obi Wan movie as much as as much as we wanted him to do. I mean, maybe not you, or maybe not me, but there was a lot of people that really wanted. There were, yeah. It became 
it became a huge joke where it's like Natalie want one thing and it's disgusting and it shows like an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Um, there was even footage of him like at the gym with a beard working out and people are like, ooh, what the fuck does this mean? And well, I think it just means that he, he was like prepping just in case because I'm positive there were, there was a development. I've then, seen him oh, in a lot of interview things and he tends to rock that beard. He likes the beard. So while I get that that's the Obi-Wan look from Revenge of the Sith, I think he just likes having a beard personally. Um, I've seen him without a beard a lot. I mean, even when he's plugging movies and shit, like on Graham Norton, he's always got no beard. I've seen him so you may the other way. <laughs> well, it's probably him. I mean, he does rock a beard for a lot of movies. Um, true, true. But, um, and he's got the intensity. Uh, I haven't seen him be a full-blown villain in a very long time. But I yeah. really hope he does it. Um, he does it British. I really want like an angry UK uh, black mess because isn't he technically uh, Irish? Though I think you McGregor no he's Scottish. Yeah. Oh, is he Scottish? Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. What rewatch Train Spotting? He was definitely Scottish. Well, that could be an accent, but yeah. It, no, it's hard to do that accent. Have you seen Train um, A long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't caught the sequel. I've heard it's good. I heard it's good too. It I can't watch it for reasons that I don't want to get into that you should be able to figure out. So Yeah, yeah. Um, um but yeah, he, I'm, looking, he'll, he'll do. I'm looking at this other cast for the movie and I'm really kinda curious about this this Birds of Prey movie. I don't know how it's gonna go. Well, the first thing is is Harley Quinn is not a member of the Birds of Prey. So well, it really ever- kind of feels like they're shoving her in. Because there's because here's from what I understand, they're making a Suicide Squad too. They are. They yes, are they were. possibly make they're they're making a Joker standalone movie which has nothing to do with it with fucking Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. Uh, there allegedly is still in development a Joker Harley Quinn movie together. Okay. They're also making the Birds of Prey movie which we discussed. Then there's also they're also making Gotham City Sirens which is Harley. Poison Ivy and Catwoman. So essentially, really, Harley Quinn is is the is the Tony Stark of the Batman Gotham movies now. Well, you know where so, they just kind of shove that one character to tie it all in. She's the night nurse of the you, of the of the Netflix shows. Right? Do you think maybe they're shit canning the Sirens movie and just putting her in this instead? It's probable. I think they're more likely shit. They're, kish, they're probably going to shit can the Joker Harley movie. Oh, I think that's already shit canned because they were going to do that with Jared Leto and they're really pushing him to the background because like the Jared Leto Joker movie has been canceled too from what I understand. Uh, I didn't hear if that was canceled. That's probable, but I mean, look, to be fair, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn was probably one of the greater things of Suicide Squad and she's a great really? actress and blah, blah, blah. I... I Out like the Margot movie Robbie. itself. She was one of the better things. Uh, I liked Will Smith as Deadshot more. I didn't say she was the only thing. I'm saying she was one of the okay. better things. No, I'm just telling you he, what I liked more. I'm yeah, yeah, he was good. He was good. Um, I'm I'm looking at this cast. There's not saying too much about it, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead mm-hmm. is going to be Huntress, and yeah, 
Journey Smollett Bowl is going to be Black Canary, who, as I understand it, and I only noticed because of that Fat Man and Batman that we were talking about, she is African-American. So they're actually having an African-American play Black Canary, which I think is an interesting choice. I'm not saying it's a bad sure. thing. I think it's an interesting choice, though. Yeah, I, I mean... Mark makes a joke... Mark makes a joke about it where he said, hey, if you're going to have a black canary, it might as well be a black chick. But, you know, that's him just being tongue-in-cheek, Mark Bernard, you know. Right. So. Um, I'm looking and, at the DCEU right now just to see if there's... So, Aquaman, Shazam, Birds of Prey is coming out allegedly before Wonder Woman 1984. Well, everything so, is at this point because I got pushed back. I mean, everything... Yeah, it's pretty fucking... Wow, they're really not fucking bad. Nope. Um, the Flash is still to be announced. They and need to the just Batman cancel that still... shit. Oh, God. I, I... The only reason why I'd be happy to see a Flash movie is if they... They should have that be first. And then have that shake up everything. Have that With be Flash their point. Yeah. 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 Although, I'm not going to lie, uh, Aquaman looks better than I initially thought it was going to I look. agree. I agree. But as far as the Flash goes, unless it's Grant Gustin, I don't want to see it. Uh, okay, here's what it says about Birds of Prey. So, <laughs> team roster would include Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey, Smollett Bell, Rosie Perez. That's an interesting fucking... Yeah, but she's only playing a cop. It's not... She's not playing like well, a, she, a meta. She's an important cop. She's an important cop in the Batman mythos. Uh, Montoya is is pretty yeah. rampant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's, but, if there's no Commissioner Gordon, there's Montoya. Right, but there's my point is that she's not playing a meta, you know. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting to bring Huntress um, as well as Black Canary. Uh, Black Canary. It's uh, an interesting choice. The, yeah. Well, they are the birds of prey, but it really should not be Harley Quinn leading it. it you know, just it's. It's like making, you know, a, a Justice League movie and have the Joker lead it. It's just such a bizarre... Because Harley Quinn is a fucking villain. She's not... You know, the Birds of Prey are just bat, are just the three women uh, that are basically the Batman figures. I mean, because even... They made a Birds of Prey show in, like, the early 2000s. Do you remember this? No. It only went on for like one season. I and I don't even know where the fuck to find it. But um, it's all about Catwoman and Batman's daughter uh, having her own team, and how uh, they do feature some stuff that is pretty canon with the storyline, like how Joker shoots uh, Barbara Gordon, who becomes Oracle because she's paralyzed. So she kind right. of is like in the wheelchair and talking to them. And they even had a guy who looked a lot like... I mean, you didn't see him face on. There's a clip of it online, but it looks like the Joker from the comics. And then Mark Hamill um, supplied the voice for one scene where it's a flashback where he shoots um, Barbara Gordon. It's like, knock, knock, and then bang. Right, right. So I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'd rather see a Birds of Prey movie as well as a Gotham City Sirens movie than The Flash, for start for honestly. Um, I don't know. It just seems interesting, but I also feel like they're oversaturating the Harley thing. Let Harley, Harley was, Harley's a great character, but like, 
you know, 2018, 2019, 2020 should not be another Harley film. Let her leave it alone. You know, let her let her still be liked and and everything. Right. I don't know. It's, it's just it's just oversaturation of a character we don't necessarily need. No, I want to see I, a fucking Ben Affleck Batman movie. That's what I want to see. You're not getting that. That ain't happening. I don't know, man. I I've been hearing shit like when he got out of rehab or when he's still in rehab or whatever. Warner Brothers executives came and visited him, and you know. It may just be discussing the role. It may be like, "Hey, you're going to be cleaned up by the time we want to do this." I, I'd rather, I'd rather have the Batman than Batman Year One. I, I'm done with the old origin thing. But and speaking of which, we're going to talk about that next fucking episode. Right. Well, and that's it's interesting, and I'll give a quick teaser to that because we are, we do we have not done and do need to do the Dark Knight trilogy. So we're going to do that, and um. I I will say this. I think I I like that there. We talk about not wanting another origin story. I gotta tell you, the the Batman Begins is the best origin story I've ever seen. For Batman or best origin story? Period. For Batman. Okay, I was gonna be like, I don't know about that. For Batman, but that's all I'm gonna say, and we will talk about the rest of it later. Um, well, there are no other, well. To be fair, there are no other Batman origin stories, are there? No, but and, and that's kind of my point, and that's why I wanted to wait till next time. <laughs> but right. is that the the death of his parents is covered ad nauseum, and this one didn't yeah, bother no me, more. you know? So yeah, we'll no talk more. about it. I might even cut that part out. <laughs> but, Until then, stay tuned for for another episode of Hottest New Podcast. Same pod time, same pod channel. Good night, everybody. CJ here with a few thank yous and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. For Podeskew, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts on your iPhone, and Google Play Music on your Android phone to listen to, subscribe, rate, and comment on the show or the Listen Notes podcast search engine at www.listennotes.com. Go there, type in Podeskew, all one word, and you can stream us right there. If you want to agree with or yell at us directly, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. If you need to contact the show for promotional reasons, tweet Stephanie at Podeskew PR. Check out Rico's YouTube channel, Rico's Rants, on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash Rico's Rants. Thank you to Dubbed in English for our opening theme music, 96 Reasons. They're no longer online, but you can contact me for a copy of the full song or the whole Plan 9 EP. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music, Theme Askew. You can find his music on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. I'm Batman. Damn it!
family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. 